Listening to the United States of Oklahoma with Josh Delaney. I am Delaney podcasting on live from the corner of Maine and Robinson in downtown Oklahoma City. And in front of me, web editor extraordinaire, buddy, friend, drinking compadre, drinking compadre, splitter of pitchers. <laughs> I should clarify, meaning a drink, not a, yeah, not, not a, not not a, a baseball player. Uh, player of the Wu-Tang at the at the jukebox. Player of the Wu-Tang. It's uh, Joey, man. What's up? What's, hang- what's happening, man? Oh, nothing much. Uh, did they uh, did they turn off your key card already? <laughs> I had to turn in my badge today, and uh, he's like, you know, it's it's not too late for you to go. <laughs> we can we can turn you out on Friday, and I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's time for new adventures. <laughs> so, so yeah, today, uh, today is it. Yeah, so, today is it. Your last day. Last day at this uh, venerated institution. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's the paper. You know, we we moved out here in the '80s from California. My dad was in the military, and so they've been like loyal like uh, readers of the Oklahoman for like well over like 35 years. And my mom still subscribes to the paper, and she was just like. So what does that mean about my newspaper? And I was like, Mom, you know, we'll, we'll get you a digital subscription. You can power into the 21st century. <laughs> right, right. How much are they now? Is it 10 bucks a month? Uh, yeah, it's 99 cents for the first month. So, you know. Yeah. I've had uh, readers call me about not getting their newspaper. And when I've, with a few of them, when I've suggested they, they get a digital uh, copy of it and it's cheaper, um, they've either told me they don't trust the Internet. <laughs> I had one guy tell me, I don't trust that email. <laughs> So, God bless him. One guy told me, uh, I don't know if this is true or if he was uh, yanking my chain there, but uh, he told me uh, growing up, they used to deliver the newspaper by small airplane wow. in his town. So, I don't know if that's a lie or not, but uh, it was a good story. No, like, I've never had an issue with newspaper just, you know, um, delivery personally, but like, uh, man, I haven't subscribed to a physical newspaper in like, God, seven years. So, yeah, yeah I'm very much a digital minded guy personally. Like, I'll support, you know, uh, publications I believe in, like this one, through a digital subscription. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, web editor, man. What, what, does, that, uh, what does that mean? Uh, what, what the hell do you do with that, that title? <laughs> so, my official title is Digital News Web Editor. I looked that up the other day. And so, what I do is I manage content on the website, which is placing the content. I manage social media postings. If there's a breaking news story like a fire or a police shooting or whatever like um i'll pull wire copy sometimes i'll write the story under my clever pen name of staff reports that staff i share yeah that i share with many people staff uh, reports is a prolific writer yeah yeah he's he's in the paper every day you know he never got that a1 story but you know he's he's been a top card on the website once or twice <laughs> staff reports man that guy can crank out five or six a day you know uh uh, you know, I don't think he'll ever get laid off, you know, in journalism. <laughs> he he seems to work at all these different publications. Yeah. He, he's doing something right in his career. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I'll build a database. Um, currently, I'm working on just uh, some computer-assisted reporting, which I guess if you know anything about me, 
really into data journalism, really into investigative journalism. So I have a bunch of like uh, police reports for Park. So I'm working on that with Bill Crum and hopefully something comes with that, you know. So that's one of the final things I have to do today. So um, what time are you getting off today? 11 p.m. And then I'm going to the haunt and drinking a cheap, crappy beer and doing a doing a shot of beer and probably singing some karaoke. Well, I don't. I don't think Mr. Hospitality is going to hear this in time. Otherwise, you know, I, he should buy you a few. He, rounds. you know, I, I'm selling my furniture to him. Believe it or not. <laughs> Are we like, going to see some of this in the bar? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What do you want for it?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. Like, a couple of pictures and shots." He's like, "Done. We're helping each other out, you know." I feel like we should give him like a a different name uh, if he appears on the podcast again. I know yeah. Sunshine was one we discussed. Yeah. I thought I thought about that the other day. I was like, you know, Groucho is a good name for Mister Mister Hospitality. Didn't somebody come up with uh, Mister Hostility? <laughs> yeah, that that was a regular patron of the hot. Yeah, <laughs> that one was that one was pretty good. We all love Mister Hospitality. Mister Hospitality is is a he's a jerk, but he's my jerk. <laughs> he's my if, jerk, man. <laughs> if you listen to this, Mister Hospitality, I love you, man. Yeah, I love him. Not gonna love him when I have to pay off that bet. <laughs> Man, what a mess that's. At least it wasn't like he betted that the the Knicks were gonna win forty five. Right. I think I'm gonna uh, right around the time the Thunder get to about forty four wins, I'm gonna go sober for five years. <laughs> Say, Delaney's not coming into the hunt anymore. Have you seen him lately? I don't know, man. <laughs> if I can get my hands on some like Canadian currency, I would pay him in that just so he'd have to go. Visa gift cards, yeah. <laughs> or or like a, he's always complaining about the improvements on the haunt. Maybe you give him a, just yeah. that money in Lowe's gift cards and pay it forward <laughs> to the bar. <laughs> oh man, love here, that guy. Here, man, you need a new roof. Here's five hundred dollars or a hundred dollars in uh, Home Depot gift cards. Have at it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, love the whole crew over there, man. Yeah, it's a great place, man. You know, like, shout out to Fourth and Chartel. We're not talking about the jail. <laughs> it's always weird when like someone just gets out of county and goes there and he's just like no we don't have free beer and cigarettes get out of here you need to leave you need to leave buddy buddy yet so uh so as web editor does that mean uh, so that means uh yeah uh, a lot of times you're getting stuff on our website but then also yeah. you're placing it in different yeah uh, areas um, of the all that's pretty much driven by analytics if you wonder why this why is this story the top story on the website it's just what readers are reading um man i aggregated a story this weekend about a 20-foot shark from usa today and that was a that was a top story for three days i don't know why but you know readers demand it i have my theories on that of course and um you know it's kind of like a just because your story is A4 on the news side doesn't mean it can't be a top story on the website if the traffic dictates it. So, you know, I do some of that. I send newsletters. I try to brand the reporters as much as I can on social media by tagging them because I feel like, you know, that just uh, engages conversation. Um, my main goal as a web editor, I don't really have an opinion on, like, content or the political aspect of content. I care if, whether or not it's true. I believe a lot of the stuff we do is true and mm-hmm. the truth, about, but it's pretty much the one percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the dissemination and distribution of content. Would you pay to read this? Uh, would you engage on it? And if you wouldn't, I don't post it. That, that's as simple as that, you know. So it, it's a fun gig. It's kind of the job I always wanted to do. When I was a student, 
I did a lot of data-driven reporting and records-based reporting and investigative reporting, and I really liked that. But, like, you know, like, I've always, you know, been, like, a moderator on a message board for a band. Or I had my own website when I lived in New York City for a while, so I did, like, a lot of comment moderation or other things. So I could just never figure out how to monetize it because I didn't have a degree at the time, and I was just a young, wild guy in his 20s living in New York City. So the job I have now is the job I've always wanted to do. Like, you know, this is, you know, a paper of this size or in Colorado Springs or Kansas City is always kind of the, the job I envisioned for myself coming out of college. So for me, it's 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 been the best time. I've, I think I have the most fun out of anyone in the newsroom. You know, I really like what I do. Like, I've been really kind of clued in and passionate about things lately and just having fun, having good conversations with people in the newsroom. So, you know, they're going to be uh, – Missed tremendously, I think, you know. Well, we're going to miss you, too. Yeah. Um, what what uh, have been some of the busiest nights that, that uh, you've had? Because I know you work a lot of uh, swing. Yeah, I work a lot of nights and weekends. So crazy stories were, man, the night uh, I was in the newsroom the night Gallagher resigned. And I got a call, call from Nolan, and I said a curse word I wouldn't say on the podcast. So... You know, like, man, that was just getting things organized and pumping that out and beating TV to it. And we did a, Adam Kemp and Nolan Clay do a fantastic job. And Nolan does an incredible job in general. And, you know, he sent something nice to me. And, you know, the editor and publisher, Kelly, sent something nice. And I was just like, yeah, I can make a go of this, you know. Uh, a crazy day was the day Paul George got traded. I woke up one night to 3 a.m. and I saw a bunch of, like, alerts on my phone, one from us, one from... I, I try to keep up with TV stations are doing in case of breaking news or something. And I was like, Paul George got traded and came from us. I wasn't online. So I got up at seven that morning. I was just like, man, just it kept, you know, kept feeding the beast because people wanted to know what was happening with Paul George. Uh, I guess the final crazy day was, uh, you know, the championship game for OU and LSU. Cause that's when like, I think it either might've been that or the big 12 title game. That was the day the website went down. Mm. And, man, like, I had a 102-degree fever that day. I was sick and throwing up and working from home. So I'm trying to feed the beat of, like, college football content. But I'm trying to build, like, web pages and everything. And, man, I'm just in a tremendous amount of pain. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, that was a crazy day. Nothing's been, like, uh, too crazy lately. Uh, Man, that – that mall shooting, that second Penn Square mall shooting was kind of yeah. crazy because, you know, we have, like, a coverage issues sometimes, you know. You know, I, we didn't know how big the story would be. Well, I remember and, that night. I yeah, just yeah. You know, kind of ignored text because uh, I'd been drinking a little bit. <laughs> you know, I called my boss, boss Dave Morris, who's just one of the best guys I've ever worked with in journalism. And I was just like, hey, man, I have an idea for how this should play out. Well, what, you know, we talked about it back and forth and, you know, it was just like pulling ag- trusted aggregated sources and, you know, it really worked that day and, you know, I didn't screw anything up, which is always kind of a chief worry when you're a web editor. Well, am I going to typo this headline? Am I going to, does this not make a grammatical sense and a structural sense? You know, are there typos? Does it not read properly? Yeah. And so after that, you know, someone wanted to go to the bar for her birthday, and I was just like, nope, going to sleep. <laughs> it's a Netflix evening. Yeah. So, yeah. Netflix, Netflix and chill Net- alone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
so yeah, those are those are the most notable things. Probably the the Galgly thing was the first kind of test of my metal, and then probably Paul George. Paul that part, even a crazy football day, which is Saturdays primarily. That wasn't as crazy as Paul George. That was that was a crazy day. If my bet with Mr. Hospitality does not work out with me, I have another bet that predated that. What is it? Uh, one of my buddies, one of my little millennial friends. He got all hot and bothered when uh, the Thunder got Paul George. And uh, I think, no, I think it was when they got Carmelo and Paul George was was already here. So I laid down some money. I said, uh, look, man, the Lakers are going to win a championship before the Thunder. I got laughed at. I got laughed at. And I'm getting very close to uh, collecting on that. Yeah, it's 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 going to happen, you know. I tried to get on that bet with him for the Thunder, too, which in hindsight, kind of glad I didn't. But, you know, <laughs> he just looked at me and said, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Don't tell anybody this, but I tried to buy out of the bed for 50 bucks. <laughs> Did they, did they include like fifty dollars cash, and you bought him a couple of? Does he drink like well whiskeys or something? Uh, he always has a well whiskey on. Yeah, him. he drinks his Irish whiskey. His Irish whiskey. Yeah, he's an Irish boy. Yeah, well, and yeah, buy him something that Jace could whip up, poison yeah. it or something like that. <laughs> so, even though we love him. So now uh, you've got officially what you got about eight hours left. Yeah, the Oklahoma. Yeah, and uh, what brought on this uh, this uh, change? Man, uh, you know, it's just, it's a new opportunity. It's a time, chance to live in a different place. Man, I got into journalism. Why'd you get into journalism? I never heard that story. Uh, I, well, how was interesting. I, I might have shared this on here before, but I, I wrote a letter to the local paper and it got published. And I thought, well, that's easy. So then I wrote another one and that got published. And I thought, well, that's easy. So I went to, uh, to your, uh, to a, well, it was a two-year school, but they had a really good journalism program. And uh, my chair was like, dude, you should just get into this now. Just send out some resumes. Um, I think the writing aspect is is what I enjoyed. Um, and it was a lot better than, uh, you know, delivering, uh, you know, 500-pound copiers or, yeah. uh, you know, out in the summer heat of Southern California and uh, helping my dad paint houses and do light construction and things like that. Yeah, I was telling uh, Joey's friend Justin <laughs> this the other day. Uh, shout out to Justin. He'll listen to this. Um, I was like, man, I got into journalism for the wrong reasons. I did it because he encouraged me to do it. Because oh, he met his uh, his wife through me, actually. Uh, he uh, She responded to this uh, Craigslist misconnection, this witty post I wrote up. <laughs> and, uh, like, you know, it was just like we were just, you know, friends. But I was like, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> You should meet this guy, Justin. He's a cool guy. You guys have probably hit it off. You know, I was just looking for a female platonic friend. And, yeah. you know, they've been together like 10 or 11 years. And that's kind of crazy. My my writing, you know, changed someone's life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the good or the bad, we'll never know. Only Justin can attest to that. But so he uh, he encouraged me. And I had this ex-girlfriend who, I, mean, I don't know if she considered me an ex-boyfriend, but she was a girl I really fancied. And. She went to school for to Mizzou, like the great David Dishman, and yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, went to journalism for a while, and now she's doing fabulous things in the bar world. But she's like, "Yeah, do journalism; you'd be good at it." So I was doing architectural drafting, which is what my dad wanted me to do. He wanted me to stop living in New York City and being a service industry monkey, and mm-hmm. you know, being in the bar seven nights a week. So, like, man, I, I took it a journalism class on a whim and. 
was probably the first A I ever got in college. And I was like, yeah, I can make this work. High bar. Yeah. <laughs> when you're getting C's and B's and everything else, like, you know, you're getting that first day. It's like, maybe I should either the professor, she was really, you know, an easy grader or, you know, yeah. maybe I know what I'm doing on this. So, you know, between that and having the website when I lived in New York City, I was like, yeah, I could do this. And, you know, the goal was never to work at the Oklahoman or work for the New York Times, which I, I freelanced for them for a while during that racist incident at OU a few years ago with the, the frat guys and stuff. I wrote a few articles for the Times. But uh, it was always just like, man, get my degree. I wasn't getting bar managing jobs. I wasn't getting restaurant managing jobs at the time. I just kind of hit my ceiling. I was like, I'll just get my degree. And then I kind of lucked into everything. I had a couple of good mentors at uh, Oklahoma City Community College, Sue Hinton, and then at OU, uh, some really good professors too. I love I love my uh, community college professors. I think they're yeah. great. Yeah, like, man, like, really, people really kind of look down. Man, like, I felt like, you know, there's always kind of a stigma, especially when you do your first internship at a major uh, paper from a community college. Because I did a internship here working with the great Don Gamble, who's now in the Journalism Hall of Fame. But he was my first intern internship kind of head or whatever. And I always felt like I had to work harder than anyone and, you know, really prove myself because you come from the community college. It's, you know, you got all these kids from like Butler and Radford and, yeah. you know, uh, Mizzou and Nebraska and like, go to OCCC, man. Like, right. I have to work a job and then I'm working a student media job. And, you know, I was living with someone I really didn't like at the time, but, you know, I was trying to get what I do what I could to get by. So, man, like, you know, that's kind of always, you know, I've been really rich and I've been really poor, but you remember the, the poor times where you're like selling video games to, you know, put food on the table or you're donating plasma, you know, like I've had it both ways in my life. So that yeah. community college, you know, those, those kids, they just grind and work and the really motivated ones do oh, yeah. want to do journalism, man. And that's kind of something like knowing your background and what I know of you, like, I always kind of appreciated about you related because you're a older guy who got into the game late as well you know yeah but i kind of appreciated about josh wallace in a way too yeah so, yeah he's a good guy yeah there um that was the funny uh well the interesting thing about me when i got my first uh journalism job you know journalists like to have this reputation of being uh, champions of the little people and being a voice for the voiceless and, of course, the, the few reporters, uh, most of which were uh, young and most of which were uh, good people, uh, they had graduated from major universities. And so when you're young, that's kind of your uh, point of view, your, your reference in life. So that was always the question I kept getting from them. And I thought, you little snobs. Like, you know, you, you're uh, touting uh, your credentials here. And uh, while you're saying you're going to be the voice of uh, these so many people who are never going to see that or who don't have that privilege. And, um, you know, I came from a place where I was closer to those people that, that, uh, uh, you know, we say we're supposed to be championing. And, uh, so the bottom line was, I just kind of laughed at him. I'm like, look, I don't have student loans and we're making the same money. So yeah, go F yourself. Yeah. That was kind of a, an issue I had when I went to OU where I had, I mean, I'm friends with some people from, from the OU daily and I've reached out to their, uh, advisor Seth Prince lately he's a great dude and 
you know, I had some battles with students there just because I'm older. I lived in New York City for eight years. Like, I was successful out there. I only came back here because dad's like, you know, change your life. You're kind of, you know, wasting it away. And, you know, I was married at the time to a, an attorney. So I was just, I always kind of had like a fearless attitude about this stuff. It's like, you know, like, um, what do I have to lose doing this stuff? And that kind of translates to my reporting. I, I think if you're a student reporter, and you're not trying to raise hell and you know raise a ruckus on campus or you're, you're doing something wrong you know that's the most fun i ever had just doing journalism you know but yeah man i've been in that boat you have been a couple of times and yeah. occasionally like my friends at ou outside like my first semester there they were all grad students or professors so right, right. you know because they, they thought i was a grad student well i you know i worked a lot a, a reporter who was a, a a great reporter but it was funny because they had uh they had gone to columbia and i'm like uh we're in the same newsroom in the same pod (laughs) probably making the same money (laughs) i don't know that i'd be bragging about that right now i put i put down the paintbrush uh two weeks ago (laughs) yeah and the sawzall yeah. <laughs> the level. Yeah. So, uh, so. Ah, man, but it's uh it's been fun. So uh what do you what are you uh what are the plans uh for this week? Uh, we got any going away uh stuff going on? Uh, don't be naming any places cuz I don't want anybody yeah, don't trying want to track to us down. Track us down. I'll we we talked. So I'm so tomorrow I'm meeting up some some OU buddies who one's a web editor at Channel 5. Shout out to him. And uh, another guy worked at Oklahoma Watch with me for a while. And selling furniture and just drinking, having lunch with coworkers, having uh, drinks with uh, a bunch of staffers. Hopefully a lot of them come out and just know the utmost respect and love I have for them, you know. Um, probably doing a going away lunch with the roommate and having some drinks on Mr. Hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> And then a going away party. And then me and you talked about going to like a LGBTQ bar with the staffer as well that night. Yeah, might uh, might be around them parts. Might be around them parts. And then we talked about doing like a, uh, a drag queen breakfast and then going to another bar. And then after that, I'm... You're, you're turning this into one of those month-long birthday celebrations, yeah. Joey. I mean, we love you, but my, we all have our limits. My birthday's April 23rd, and it's, you know, I'll be celebrating it from now until uh, then, you know. <laughs> Well, I don't I, uh, plan on remembering these the, the these next couple of days. I'm going to uh, I'm going to need to Uber unless I can fix my headlight on Saturday. Did I tell you that story? No, man. I'll, I can. I think that's one of those situations where like I've Ubered over to your place a couple times, and then we can just yeah. go and. Oh, I might have told you when we were over at the place. Uh, oh yeah, week, yeah, uh, yeah. What happened? When with, I got uh, pulled over. Yeah, I got. I got to fix my man. headlight. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that that's crazy, man. If I had read the whole text, I would have known he was coming over to my house to drink. Instead, all I saw was six pack, and I immediately, you know, put the pants on and went over to his place. And I get pulled <laughs> over in the process. Sober, the cop didn't ask where I was going, but I offered. I said, "Yeah, man, I'm going to go uh, split a six pack." And uh, Dude, was he like, "Can I join?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He was uh, a very nice, uh, uh, and I'm guessing a very typical uh, Oklahoma City uh, police officer. Yeah, I've had some recent dealings with Oklahoma City police just getting, like, park police reports. I mean, they're pretty awesome. Cops get a bad rap, but, you know, they've been good to me in my career. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've not had an issue. Um, so. And, uh, 
Yeah, so I need to fix my headlight uh, this weekend, and I need somebody to help me fix my uh, tag lights. I tried to do that, and then I realized i got to take the whole back half of the car off, apparently. I learn all my mechanical stuff on YouTube. <laughs> so. Popular mechanics. Yeah, five-minute tutorial. I, you know, I got that thing up on blocks. So. Yeah, no, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so... Uh, so. So big, uh, big things are coming up uh, for you. Big things, and and uh, does that mean we're never going to see you again? I man, mean, uh, we, maybe we could do like a a phone interview from the jail or something. No, not from the jail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> phone interview from uh, <laughs> remotely or whatever. Jail. Yeah, well, oh my god. Yeah, we'll check in with you. Check maybe, in. Uh, yeah. No. See, see where you see where you're at in the world. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm alive somewhere and pros- being. Uh, prosperity, man. I pitched a travel article to Don Mikoy, mm-hmm. my friend Don Mikoy, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my good friend Don Mikoy, beloved managing editor. Yeah, beloved managing editor. Just like, hey, man, I'm traveling to this place, and man, like, I don't, I just want to write a bunch lately. Like, I told someone this, I was like, man, I had write, even while I worked here up until like, I'll say October or November, I just got more fearless again i had writer's block for three years Mm. and man like i thought my writing was a little dry or not as good as it could be or maybe i thought too highly of it or maybe others did but man i just got more comfortable with it and there were just like stories i wanted to tell and ideas i had i know me and you talked a lot about that stuff we wanted to do together just goofing around and having fun and trying to drive digital subscriptions so you know like going to write something about some travel experiences that I know I can write off my taxes next year and hopefully you know they I told uh, Clyde Bunyan beloved my friend Clyde Bunyan beloved, beloved other editor beloved other editor you know hey just throw it on that LNA page on Monday and uh, you know I'll shoot some video of it and you know preview the magazine hopefully drive some subscriptions just like oh that's great you did such a great job and man like uh, it's kind of one of those things when I think about my job and I've been very sad about leaving it lately because man I I don't want to leave, you know, it's just kind of life's getting in the way, you know, it's yeah. just time for new opportunities. Well, you have failed us, Joey. Uh, that's what so, I told someone, someone today. Yeah. I was like, I have failed you. Pretty disappointed in you there, pal. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there's others who do not share that sentiment, but <laughs> so I, I guess the one thing we got to talk about before we wrap this up, cause we're probably wrapping long is being a buddy at the bar bar etiquette things we've witnessed just kind of oh yeah yeah hanging were, out uh, hanging out here yeah, yeah for the last year yeah we uh i think we've well you've bought mine a few times i've yeah. bought yours a few times yeah but i don't think i've ever said to you uh you owe me a drink because i bought you one a week ago or yeah no no me. no like man one of those things i always kind of learned in journalism I kind of learned this from my ex-wife. She's just like, look, if you do something in journalism, even if it's just drinking with your friends, write it off on your taxes next year. Because <laughs> she was a tax attorney. So shout out to her if she listens to this. Yeah. Googles me and she's like, oh. God, the Oklahoma knows me 190000 <laughs> This guy, This guy here, what a what a jerk. <laughs> so, uh, or maybe someone I dated will listen to this and be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. He's yeah. still there. <laughs> <laughs> So, what, do you, uh, what do you do when you pay cash 
Do you uh, uh, do you pay? I just I keep a mental note of it. Mental note. Yeah. 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 I usually throw around. something in right after I get it. Yeah. You know, work work related expense. Talking journalism. That's yeah. that's one of those lessons I always learned. So for that, it's always just kind of been like talking shop. You know, chopping it up with a buddy, busting balls, which is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, we might yeah. have to delete that. Uh, yeah. I'll warn Paige. <laughs> it's not, not, not a swear word. So, um, yeah, no, that's never been a big deal. Um, man, just from my experiences, bartending and bouncing in Brooklyn, like, you know, I've always tried to look after the bartenders. If you look after the bartender, the bartender looks after you. Always, man. Always. Like, you know. Even if they seem crotchety, you got to, as a patron, break them in. Yeah, break, break them, them in, in for a little you bit. Know, you know, he might be a jerk. He's my jerk. I love yeah, that guy. Exactly. Um, God, what else? Like, Uncle hospitality. <laughs> uh, man, what else? Uh, never, just because you're a regular at the bar, never never expect. The free drink isn't obligated to you. The bartender at your favorite place wants to look out for you. He will. If not, like, well, why it wasn't this free? Well, right. Because you're probably comfortable at the bar and kind of, you know, repelling everyone around you, you know? Right. Um, God, what else? Some of that, I think I mentioned this before uh, we started recording this podcast. One of the things like that just bugs me about the bar scene in general is is guys feeling like they gotta impress or roll up on girls. Like, man, look, if you don't know the girl's name, don't buy her a drink. Or if she's sitting by herself, she obviously is just there to decompress and be left alone. You know, like. We were we were at the hunt the other night, and it's just me and you just chopping it up. And man, there's this really cute girl there, and you know, like I'm a I'm a guy in a in a happy situation currently. So like I'm just there to you know BS with you and chop it up and drink and relax after work. And so there was like this dollar store James Harden, fresh fresh out of fresh out of county, like trying to roll up on her, and it's just like you know the bartender Anastasia, she's like. Joey and Delaney are good older guys. Like, yeah. you know. Uh, Was that the guy who told me he had nine toes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they got cracked the joke about getting a nine-toed discount. <laughs> or, like, he was I just like, he asked for, like, man, I think I gave him a dollar because I'll take pity on people who just need a dollar to roll up to the hunt, you know. Yeah. But, man, she was uncomfortable. And I was like, look, uh, I don't want anything from you, but I'll, I'll split an Uber with you on the way home. And then I think you might have offered her a way home. Yeah. Yeah, she's a regular there. Yeah, yeah, she's, she, you know, uh, man, that's not something I've witnessed at the haunt, but it's something I've just listened to or not listened to witness and going to metro area bars lately, just guys not being cool with dames. And well, you've been our trophy web editor. (laughs) All right, man. I guess if I can uh, impart with these few things, you've been a loyal and loving and true friend, Delaney, and handsome, uh, handsome, the silver fox as you're not around the hall. Uh, thank you. And you know, uh, uh, this isn't farewell, but this is the the end for now. And you know, give this a spin, guys. <laughs> All right. So, picture a course tonight. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, we'll uh, do a uh, well whiskey. <laughs> it's one of water. those days where, like, uh, I'm waiting for payday in the worst <laughs> way. <laughs> Like when you're borrowing money off your unemployed friend, that's when. <laughs> so you can have coke in your fridge. Things the, are going wrong in your life. And that sums up the picture of this life. Yeah. All right, man. 
Love See you around. See ya.